Good evening, sports world. What is good? Chris Dell here from the Go Baller Family Feud Sports Podcast, here to bring you our weekly triple-double podcast episode, sitting here with the godfather, Mr. Alan Dell, and here to talk all things NBA tonight on the eve of the National Basketball Association regular season finale. We've got games tonight, Tuesday night, tomorrow night for Wednesday night, and then we are into the NBA playoffs, one of my favorite times of the sports calendar year. Without further ado, Mr. Alan Dell, you got a couple of bold predictions out there for these upcoming NBA playoffs, or what are you looking forward to most now looking at the standings? Well, first of all, there's a lot of excitement going into these playoffs this year because there is no dominant factor, no dominant favor, favorite. Golden State, uh, has, as everyone knows, has really been hit with a lot of injuries. Uh, they're not playing well. What will they be like if, if they get healthy? We don't know if Curry is going to come back or not. Uh, he supposedly will, but he won't be 100%. But uh, heading into tonight, Tuesday night, it's, it's, uh, there's only one playoff spot left, and that's between Minnesota and Denver, and they play each other Wednesday night at Minnesota. The winner goes to the playoffs. But there are 56 possible seeding scenarios still in play going into Tuesday's game, Tuesday night's game. So we we have a lot to find out. So many things could happen. Uh, and, and it's an interesting thing you bring up with the unknown, right? We don't know yet who's going to get that final eight seed in the Western Conference. Could it be the Timberwolves who just got Jimmy Butler back? That gives me confidence that they can take care of business tomorrow against Denver. But Denver, a hot team. They've won eight out of ten. They've won six games in a row. They could win that game and get in and potentially maybe put a scare into the Houston Rockets in the first round. If you're the Houston Rockets, you better hope that you're not playing the Minnesota Timberwolves in the first round. A team that prides itself on defense with Coach Thibodeau's style as well as Jimmy Butler there. Carl Anthony Towns, one of the up-and-coming stars in the NBA. I would be very scared if I was a Houston Rockets fan facing off against Minnesota in the first round because I think Minnesota is a lot better than the AC that they might potentially get because of Jimmy Butler's injury these last one or two months. But he's back healthy now. I think he'll get back in the swing of things soon. And that's what you bring up is the unknown. This is the first time in, what, four years that we haven't known who's going to make the finals for three yeah. straight years. We've seen Golden State and Cleveland, and everyone knows it's going to be them every year. I think most people thought it was going to be them again this year for the fourth straight time. Who, in your mind, is going to make it to the finals now? Give me your prediction right now before the seeding impl- implications and matchups are set. Who you got in the finals, West versus right now as of tonight, Mr. Allendale? Well, I, I don't want to contradict myself. Maybe I am, but I, I'm still going to go with Golden State. I just don't think... <laughs> They're a lock to get it, and they're not going to be the dominant force they have been. It'll be a struggle if they get there. Uh, the popular choice is the Houston Rockets, but there's something about them that I just can't, can't latch on to. We will see what happens. I, if, if Houston plays Minnesota in the first round, which it seems like it's going to be the case, I think they're going to be in for a struggle. I, I'll, I'll predict the win, which isn't a great prediction. But I see it going six games. It might even go seven. But uh, this is this the first time that Golden State could actually go to seven games in the Western yeah, Conference because they the, the the most they've ever been pushed is to a game six for the Memphis Grizzlies a few years back, and it, it it seems like the only team they've ever been tested against is Cleveland. So a tough road for Golden State to come out of the West to say the least. And look at the standings now. We thought Portland had that third seed all locked up. 
Portland Trailblazers have lost four games in a row, and the Utah Jazz have won five in a row, and Utah sitting a half game out of the third seed in the Western Conference. I tell you what, the Utah Jazz in the second half of the season, outside of the Philadelphia 76ers in the East, they are one of the hottest two or three teams in the entire NBA right now. You've got my pick for Rookie of the Year, Donovan Mitchell. I think he's still been an inch or a hair better than Ben Simmons, point guard for the Philadelphia 76ers there. You've got one of the best defensive centers in the league and Rudy Gobert you've got talent all around that side of the ball maybe one of the best pass first point guards in Ricky Rubio and an underrated as hell coach in Quinn Snyder Utah's got the tools to not just get to the conference finals to not just get to the finals but to win the whole damn thing you heard it here first how about that for a bold prediction I'm picking the Utah Jazz to win the entire damn thing and the 2018 NBA championship first ever in franchise history goes to Utah what say you, Mr. Allendale? Uh, Carl Malone would like to hear that one. But, uh, well, the, they, they have maybe the best coach, the guy who's done one of the best jobs all season in Quinn Snyder. Uh, I really like him. I think he's, he's every year he's proven that he knows how to take talent to the limit to have his talent reach his potential. So you got you got to like him. I can't argue with that. And as far as going uh, the whole way, that that's a long step. Uh, Oh, well, I was gonna say, what what team are, are they gonna are they gonna lose to? I mean, what Golden State or Houston? I I think Utah. The way they these guys play defense, they're built for the playoffs. Compared to Houston, Houston's built for the regular season. Toronto is built for the regular season. We were just talking about the stat with Toronto as of last week. The Toronto Raptors are twenty two and twenty against teams five hundred or better. You tell me a team with that type of record against good teams in the NBA is gonna go far in the playoffs? You are gonna be mistaken, my friend. I don't see Toronto getting past the second round just like always in the playoffs nothing's gonna change same coach same superstar same franchise point guard nothing has changed besides the fact they're playing 12 13 guys guys a game now they're not gonna be able to play 12 13 guys a game in the playoffs maybe seven eight nine tops these two teams although they sit at number one in their respective conferences neither of these teams will make the finals neither are built for the finals. We'll be back to talk a little bit about the Eastern Conference outlook in the second segment here of our Go Baller FFS Triple Double Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, Sports World. We'll be right back. All right, we are back here on Go Baller FFS. Thanks for tuning in, Sports World, to our weekly Triple Double Podcast. Here to talk three different topics tonight. All things NBA for our NBA playoff special. Sitting here with the Godfather, Mr. Alan Dell. I'm your host, Chris Dell, the Mad Journalist. You can find me at M A D D Journalist on social media. That's Mad Journalist with two D's. You can find the Godfather at A Dell Sports on Twitter. That's A D E L L Sports on Twitter. And now jumping into the Eastern Conference outlook, and we'll be jumping back and forth between Eastern Conference and Western Conference. But Mr. Alan Dell, you shied away. From my question, you said you had Golden State reaching the finals again. Does that mean you also have the Cavaliers reaching the finals again, despite the fact they're only fourth place in the Eastern Conference well, right now? Yeah, I, I do, and for a lot of reasons. Uh, Toronto has not fared well in the playoffs, and they haven't fared this well against teams with a winning record. Right, we were just talking about yeah, that. Yeah, you brought up uh, one game over 500. Against- Last I checked, Toronto was 22-20 and 20 against teams 500 or better. It's a different game in the playoffs. They play half court, and I think Philadelphia is going to have a lot of problems. And here's an interesting stat: Ben Simmons, the point guard for the 76ers, who 
who dominates the ball, has the ball in his hands, is shooting 45% from the free throw line. Woo! So uh, that's bad. How, how are they going to win a playoff, a close playoff series? Not, it's not going to happen. So I like Cleveland by default. I mean, no Boston, huh? Not Boston, without Kyrie. Well, Boston is so banged up. Uh, I mean, he, the, even the fact Boston's been banged up, you got to give Coach Brad Stevens a lot of credit because yeah, they've won seven out of ten, even without their, what, one or two, three best players in and out of the lineup? A lot of things that are happening now, teams that need to win lately have been winning. Other teams that don't don't care about winning, they haven't been winning. They've been resting players, and some players, and some teams are just tanking. Uh, yeah. Well, you look at the playoff outlook, and let's stick to the East here for at least a few minutes. Talk about teams tanking that d- don't need to be tanking right now, and uh-oh, were we right earlier in the season when we said the Washington Wizards are better off without John Wall at point guard, their franchise player, their number one former draft pick? The Washington Wizards, losers of four in a row, two and eight in their last ten. If you look at the playoff standings from the East and the West, there's only one other team that has a sub-500 record in their last ten games, and that's, as we mentioned, the Portland Trailblazers, who have lost four in a row and have gone four and six in their last ten games. Washington 2-8 and eight in their last 10. Right now, they're in the eighth spot in the Eastern Conference. Would play the Toronto Raptors in the first round. I don't think they could beat the Raptors. I think maybe they could beat them a couple games. But the way the Washington Wizards, they have talent on that team. But you talk about Philadelphia. They've won 14 games in a row, even with Joel Embiid banged up. Right? I mean, see, you got to give props to Ben Simmons there. But something tells me the young guy... Mike, with the pressure on the line, you mentioned his free throw percentage. How about the fact that guy can't shoot three-pointers to save his yeah. life? What does he hit, one three-pointer on the season or none this season? The guy shoots with both hands, left-handed and right-handed. Maybe when a little pressure gets on the line, he might forget which hand he feels comfortable shooting with, and that could even lower his regular shooting percentage down even more. Yeah, You know, if you look at the potential playoff scenario, the seedings, the brackets, on one side of the issue, you've got... Philadelphia, Milwaukee, and Boston, Miami, in what would be the same bracket, and really, I, 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 I would not be surprised if Milwaukee makes it out of there into, yeah. the, into the conference finals. Yeah. Why not? With Boston banged up, and the, on the other side, uh, Cleveland's toughest series might be against Indiana. I don't think it'll be against Toronto. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. That's, that's don't possible. Be, don't be surprised if Washington knocks off Toronto. So I, yeah, I, I would. I, we could see Cleveland. Again, against Golden State. But again, this is not the Golden State team that has dominated over the last few years. Three Actually been in the finals, what, three years in a row. Well how, well, how about Cleveland here before we get too caught up with that? To me, Cleveland has the easiest road to make the finals out of anyone in the league. Obviously, because the Western Conference, as we know, is looking pretty tough right now. The road to the finals, whether you're Golden State, whether you're Houston, whether you're Portland, Utah, etc., etc. You look at the Eastern Conference, what team can actually beat the Cavaliers in a seven-game series in the East. Is there any? I don't know. I, I don't know if there's any teams that can beat them, unless you're given that that X factor to, to Philadelphia. But Milwaukee, I mean, they're, they're seven games over 500 in a, in a pretty bad, like I've said in the past, decrepit Eastern Conference. I think Milwaukee has a bright future. Don't get me wrong. I love the Greek freak. I, I love Malcolm Brogdon, a point guard, former rookie of the year. But I don't know if they have enough to make that. T- maybe you're right. Maybe the chips, the way they fall, maybe Milwaukee ends up in the conference finals versus Cleveland. And, and But that, that's going to be an easy matchup for Cleveland in a seven-game series. I, I don't see how Cleveland does not get to the finals this year. The only question is, who are they going to play when they get there? You're saying it's going to be Golden State again. But let me, let me tell you this. What if Curry is banged up? Let's say he gets hurt again. He tweaks that ankle. Who is your default second pick in the West? Is it still Houston? Now, there's something about Houston that 
bothers me. And I, you I, mean I, your boy D'Antoni, your, your favorite well, coach of all time, huh? He's, supposedly his defense is better this year, but they, they could have a problem with Minnesota in the first round. Um, you, you just don't know. Jimmy Butler's back with Minnesota. They got an experienced playoff coach. Uh, that could be a tough one. So, I, you know, I might even go – let's not count out uh, Alvin Gentry down in New Orleans. He's done a great job. Remember, he almost got fired last year. So you're going with the Pelicans. No, I don't say You got to give me, give, me give me your number two. Okay, give give me your Wild Wild West number two, your default besides Golden State to reach the finals. You uh, can uh, piggyback off me and pick Utah now. Uh, don't, gonna, be, gonna, don't be shy. I'm going to go with old Pop and say San Antonio. Oh, man. Okay. I, I, I like that pick. I like Gutsy from The Godfather there. We'll be back here with a final segment on Go Baller FFS, our Go Baller Triple Double podcast. Call into our station here if you're listening on the Anchor app. Call in. Let us know who are your picks to reach the finals. What is your big, bold playoff prediction for the NBA 2018 playoffs? We'll be right back. Welcome back, Sports World, to the final segment of our Go Baller Triple Double Podcast. Here to talk three topics in six minutes or less every single Tuesday night for you. Call into our station if you're listening here on Anchor. Let us know what are your NBA playoff predictions, who you got going to the finals in the East and the West. Sitting here with the godfather, Mr. Alan Dell. I'm your host, Chris Dell, the mad journalist. And getting into the Godfather's hot seat, a topic we talk about a lot in the NFL, in college football, now talking about the NBA, which coaches are the highest on your list to get canned, Mr. Allen Dell. Obviously, Jeff Hornacek, your public enemy number one for the Knicks. It's been, it's been a long time since you predicted he was going to get fired. Didn't happen this season. Got to happen this well, offseason, right? It will happen, and he stands head and shoulders above everybody. I predicted he would get fired. I thought he would get fired around the All-Star break. He laughs it. But what happened when Christoph Porzingis got hurt? They, they, they basically ditched the whole season. And I, I assume they just decided to keep him. They got to pay him, so you might as well keep him around. I think he's done a horrible job for some reason. Some people in New York media are making excuses for him. He was bad before KP went down. Some of the moves uh, he made were highly questionable. And he had problems getting along with some of the players, just like he did in Phoenix where he got canned, when there was yep. a, basically a player re- revolt. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd say the season ends on Wednesday, and Hornacek will not be the Knicks head coach when Saturday, when it turns Saturday. He might be gone Thursday or Friday. All right, we've we got a lot of tankathons going on in the NBA, looking outside the top eight or nine seeds in each conference. It seems like almost every single team is trying to tank right now for a better draft spot in the upcoming NBA draft this summer. What other coaches are in your hot seat right well, now? They're going to get the, the X. There's a lot of rumors going. Even in, in Tyron Lewis out there, the Cleveland coach. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that always with the Cleveland coaches after yeah, every well, year? Yeah, co- any coach that uh, LeBron James, LeBron plays, James with, yeah. plays for it, it seems to be on a hot seat. Dave Yeager of the Sacramento Kings it's, it's been highly talked about as a coach that's on his way out. So uh, they haven't had a good season. And then you got Doc Rivers that may voluntarily go. He's had one of his best seasons in, a, in quite a while. And maybe it's because they took all the duties away from him, uh, front office duties, and he's just coaching. But but there's talk about him going to the next. Some of the New York fans want him. I, I don't know how good that and that's. That would definitely be the big name that, that the Knicks would like, especially with the press and, and everything out there. A former NBA player, former NBA coach as a champion there with the Boston Celtics when he won it with the big three. And, I mean, what what about teams like the, the Memphis Grizzlies? I mean, I mean, there's teams that are at the bottom, the Phoenix Suns. 
I mean, obviously, you know, what reasons do these franchises have uh, of keeping their head coach? Obviously, Rick Carlisle, his job safe with Mark Cuban and the Dallas Mavericks ever since they won that title with Dirk. I think Rick Carlisle can stay there for the rest of his life, no matter how many games they win each year. But you're looking at the rest of the NBA. I mean, what, what about if, if the Oklahoma City Thunder somehow gets swept in the first round? Is Billy Donovan's job going to be safe? Or, or looking at the Eastern Conference, Frank Vogel with the Magic. The Atlanta Hawks aren't looking too hot right now. Neither is Freddie Hoiberg with the Chicago Bulls. I, I think he's a coach that deserves to get fired. Do I think he will because the ownership there is just complete morons? No. So that, that is, that's another potential right there. And obviously the Brooklyn Nets are another team to throw, throw into that equation. So... A lot of potential coaches could get the X here in, in the next month or so as we get these playoffs underway and as the draft starts to get, uh, you know, closer and closer on our calendars here. But, um, you know, lo- looking at the, the rest of things, uh, there's some teams that have far exceeded expectations right. well, of th- this well, year. Well, you forgot to mention Stan Van Gundy, too. Uh, he's on the hot seat. He's on my hot seat anyway with Detroit. They at least need to take all those uh, administrative duties away from yep. him. And then there's J.B. Bickerstaff. Uh, the Grizzlies. Yeah, uh, he's an interim coach, but maybe it's time for him to go too. Uh, yeah, uh, no, there's there's definitely I mean, there's, there's definitely much needed room for improvement on the sidelines for a lot of these teams uh, in the NBA outside the playoff teams right now. That's for sure. Um, who who gets your coach of the year nod? Let's let's let's, let's put it on the flip side. Well, you know, the he's making a, a good run as as Alvin Gentry. I, I mean, he's making a late season run. Of course, I like Quinn Snyder. He would maybe be my favorite. Brad Stevens. All right, but, but who are you giving it to out of these guys, Mr. Allen Dell? If you're if you're handing the trophy based out to on the, the coach, regular season, Greg Popovich is another candidate uh, right there. Based on the regular season, I would give it to Quinn Snyder. But uh, Brad Stevens is a close second because all the injuries he's had to deal with. But I think Quinn Snyder has exceeded expectations, losing his best player, uh, Gordon Hayward. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, you look at the Utah Jazz. Maybe they're a better team without Gordon Hayward in the lineup. I mean, obviously, Boston's had a great season without Gordon Hayward. Uh, obviously, he's a tremendous asset on the offensive end. Uh, he can score the basket. Uh, is he a g- great defender? No. Can he do things like rebound, block shots, pass the ball? I think it's yet to be seen how much of an X-Factor that guy really is. You look at Utah, we talked about the two teams on each X-Factors on each side of the playoff bracket here, Philadelphia 76ers, Utah Jazz, maybe the hottest teams in each of their respective conferences. They're the most balanced and deep teams uh, in this in this playoff outlook right now, no matter where the seedings wind up landing tomorrow night at the end of the regular season. Utah Jazz has six players scoring in double figures, obviously led by who I think deserves to be Rookie of the Year, Donovan Mitchell. Guy's averaging over 20 points per game on an almost 50-win team in the Wild Wild West Western Conference. How can you not give it to him despite what Ben Simmons has done? I give Ben Simmons all the credit in the world. I don't know. Donovan Mitchell is a guy that he could be scoring 25-plus points per game on a lesser team than the Utah Jazz. You got Rudy Gobert averaging 14 a game, Ricky Rubio 13 a game, Derek Favors 12 a game, Jay Crowder, the new addition from Cleveland, averaging 12 points a game, Joe Ingles, my boy, Mr. Joe Ingles, averaging almost 12 a game. And then you got some decent guys off the bench, not to mention the savvy veteran Joe Johnson there. Um, you know, I, obviously he was he was there last year, but he's not even on the roster anymore. This is a team that needed this. They needed Joe Johnson to score points last season 
to be one of their clutch scorers. He's not even on the team anymore, and they're doing better with all the new additions that they've had. Obviously, Donovan Mitchell heading that group. So look at Utah. I'm telling you, as my X Factor, I think that right now they are my pick. I feel most confident in that team to go deep into the playoffs. And if it's a Utah versus Cleveland NBA Finals, I don't know if the ratings will be all that great, but it'll be a hell of a story to talk about. Guys like George Hill and Rodney Hood who were traded away from Utah going up against Jay Crowder who was traded away from Cleveland in that deal. That would be a very interesting storyline and dynamic heading into that potential matchup. And I mean, you look at the other side, Philadelphia, they've got Joel Embiid. He's a little banged up right now, 23 points a game. J.J. Redick, 17. Ben Simmons, 16. Dario Sarge, 15. They got Bellinelli, Covington, Ilyasova, all averaging over 10 points a game. They got seven guys averaging over 10 points a game. So I, I guess we'll just wrap it up here. You know, now, now that we're getting into things, no matter how the playoff seedings shake out, what are you most excited about in this NBA Finals? You know, well, or in this I'm, NBA playoffs leading I, up to the Finals? I'm excited because it's for the first time in quite a few years, like I said, there's no dominant team. Even though I think Golden State will make it, it's not a, they are not a lockup. And there's not, they're not a lockup to, to win the whole thing. So I, I think it's wide open. I don't like Houston, but they could surprise Maybe Mike D'Antoni, after getting booed all those years because he doesn't play defense, will show us, well, gee, I really can coach the other side of the ball and, and, you know, without Steve Nash running the offense. So. But there's something about Houston, uh, James Harden, uh, Chris Paul, will he make it through the playoffs healthy? I can't remember the last time he did. Uh, and then got Cape- Chris Capella. We'll see what happens. Capella. Clay Capella, I'm yeah. sorry. And then you look at the defense. Like I said, defense wins championships, especially in a year where the Golden State Warriors aren't the normal Golden State Warriors. Obviously, Steph Curry comes back. Look, that trades. I mean, that, that changes everything there. But you look at the defense of opponent points per game allowed. Utah Jazz, 100.1. San Antonio Spurs, 99.6. No other team is even close in the Western Conference. The only other team that can even get from that is the Boston Celtics allowing 100.3 in the Eastern Conference. But obviously without Kyrie, they got their chips stacked against them for sure. But it's going to be exciting and fun. I think we're going to see a lot of seven-game series just in the first round alone, let alone in the conference semifinals and in the conference finals. Complete toss-up compared to years past, especially the last three years. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. We'll be all back here on Go Baller FFS with our NBA playoff matchup picks later this week. We appreciate you tuning in, Sports World. Peace out.